Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Our Call to Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, we lived on Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, Cold War Black Ops, Black Cold War Ops all weekend, and we've got plenty things to say. Um, I think I'm more positive on it than you, but we just thought we would do a general sort of breakdown of the thoughts of this year's Call of Duty, because um, there's a hell of a lot of talking points going around as to even the necessity of this year's installment based on the fact mm -hmm. that Modern Warfare is still flying and is still, you know, for now, it is the best Call of Duty so far, um, and also all the skill-based matchmaking controversy, the way that, um, you know, a lot of the fan base think that they've tweaked the way that people come together um, versus some of the actual programmers on past Call of Duties tweeting things like, look, we've always done it this way. Um, what's your general thoughts on your time with uh, Black Ops Cold War, Cold War Black Ops Ooh, so far? Very conflicted, Scott, especially because <laughs> I was one of the people who did love um, Modern Warfare, the 2019 one. Like, mm. I know there was a huge subsection of the Call of Duty fan base that actually didn't like that game's multiplayer at all and was kind what? of waiting. Yeah, it's man, there's like a there's like, one. Dude, go on any of the forums, like, a lot of the people didn't like it, they want to return to the olden games, but I really mm. loved it, and I feel like even Same. if you might not have enjoyed the tweaks made to the, uh, you know, the, the actual multiplayer as well, moving away from the conventional three-lane map design, mm -hmm. you know, uh, changing the openness of the spaces, stuff like that, um, I think you can probably kind of say without hesitation that the presentation-wise, COD Modern Warfare was, like, impeccable like from the yeah. sounds to the look of the guns to even like the ui it was slick it was clean it was great and i just feel mm -hmm. like when it comes to this new game there, there's something lacking we know that this isn't the exact engine that was used for modern warfare it's tracks own has always used its own spin-off um version essentially mm -hmm. and i think you can feel it like going back to it it, it just, I've, I feel like I've taken the advancements in Modern Warfare for granted in a way. Right. Going back to like this older version, it does feel a little bit dated in my eyes. It feels a bit sluggish Do you mean like the, like the movement yeah. and stuff? Like the general yeah, like feel the movement, movement and the shooting. Yeah, the general feel of it. It feels like a little bit sluggish and a little bit unresponsive, yet without the weight and presence of Modern Warfare, if that makes mm. sense. Like there was uh -huh. something about it where Maybe it's because I played so much Modern Warfare, jumping into it, I didn't have that instant click with it. Something just felt off and it took me a bunch of matches to try and kind of figure out why. I don't know whether it's the, the lack of recoil in the guns, the way they've changed how you take damage or, or, the, or the, even the differences mm. in the maps or what. There was just, for me personally, being a huge Modern Warfare fan, from the mm. core of it, it felt a little bit... A little bit of a step back in a lot of ways, to be honest. And I might right. get a lot of flack for that, but I'm interested to see what well, you... Well, I mean, 
I have to say. I was gonna say that the general reception so far seems pretty mixed. I mean, like like I said, going into it, it's very much like, okay, this, this I mean, it's a wider sort of business thing, but like they have this whole idea of, you know, annual Call of Duty installments, but as the industry's changed across this generation, you've got this influx of, you know, games as a service and games that we're gonna plug stuff into across different months and, you know, in, in some cases, years. And it's not that Call of Duty hasn't had map packs before, but like I said, I feel like Modern Warfare is one of the strongest Call of Duties so far. And it's not like that thing hasn't been supported, like, you know, week in, mm -hmm. week out. Um, so this one, going into Black Ops Cold War, it's like, okay, how, what can you actually offer that is fundamental to the experience? Why do we need to go and see this when you already have this other thing ticking over that like loads of like plenty of people are still enjoying? Um, and for the people that maybe didn't get on board with that game's multiplayer, if this can't satisfy that old school feel, then it's not going to work. I think for me, um, it's just the thing that I really loved is the level design because um, mm -hmm. the the way that I thought that they were answering, you know, why does this? How can this um, spin-off sort of justify itself? Um, it was the level design. I forget the exact name of that boat level, but there's one where there's like a couple of capsized ships and there's one main tanker in the middle um, and you just immediately have a sense of verticality because you can just jump straight in the water, go underneath different ships, flank people in like full 3D space, um, which they have done before. Um, and I played a hell of a lot of Black Ops 4, but I thought that they were embracing that in a way that made made it feel a bit more differentiable. Like it gave me, in some cases, a Halo vibe um, where I was mm. thinking of, like I said, I was thinking in 3D space in a way that I didn't in Modern Warfare, where that game is, you know, immaculate one-on-one -on -one encounters or, or like ground-based, I don't know, horizontal encounters in a way that totally. I think um, Black Ops Cold War encourages you to like jump on a zipline, get around someone, flank them, get above them, come down on them from above. Things like that, that like, you know, you were saying, um, you know, outside of this recording that they've been tackling stuff like the life bars and, you know, they brought the swimming in in Black Ops 4 and little like visual things that sort of differentiate it. But for me, this kind of brought them together in a way that was, it was so upfront. It was so playful and experimental mm. in a way that I don't think Modern Warfare is. Um, not that I, I, I adore mm. Modern Warfare as well, yeah. But the stuff that this brings to the table, like I said, those gamey elements of like, you know, you're, you're forever on, in that level, for example, you're forever on zip lines, you're forever swimming under stuff um, and fighting people in that way. And I, if that's the like, you know level design ethos that they embrace, then I'm all for that personally, even though it's, it gets a bit closer to like where Black Ops 4 went and it's a bit more over the yeah. top and whatever. But I, yeah, I like that stuff. But uh, I also know exactly what you mean. It does feel different. It does feel off if you like that tenacity of Modern Warfare, of the, uh, the, you know, the previous game. 100%. I feel like there is a differentiation between the bigger game modes that we got to try in the alpha rather than the regular kind of t team deathmatch because for me, mm. the regular team deathmatch modes, those have been waning in excitement for me for a long time in Call of Duty. Even in Modern Warfare, right. I try not to pick those modes because I've just, I've done it to death, Scott. I've been doing this for <laughs> 10 years, year in, year out. Longer than that, yeah. I, I need a bit more. So for me, like that map that you mentioned there with the boats and the going underwater and like jumping on vehicles and stuff, mm. those bigger um, uh, game modes, they've always appealed to me a bit more recently because I'm a huge fan of the Battlefield franchise as well. But mm. even then, I could, I, I was only comparing it to Ground War from Modern Warfare, which has more players, right. has these bigger maps. And yes, you are right that it doesn't necessarily have those extra elements of, you know, being able to go underwater and stuff that has become a sort of Black Ops staple. So I'm interested mm. to see where they go from that. But again, even in terms of kind of like player count and verticality, like being able to go up the skyscrapers in Modern Warfare, yeah. smash through doors, go into buildings, interiors and stuff, even things like that, like being able to smash through a door and go into a building, I felt mm. like, why isn't that here or implemented in the same way? It was just yeah. small step backs. And it's not that it's a bad game. It's just that for me, I've become so accustomed to this one particular version of Call of Duty that it's mm. taken a lot to kind of unlearn some of those um, behaviors or stuff, mm. I guess, and go back one to thing that classic. I 
I really wonder about is how much they're trying to push the Battlefield fandom uh, because mm. Battlefield hasn't been strong for a while, like a, good, a, a long enough time where there's a contingent of Battlefield fans. I mean, you're obviously a Battlefield fan, but like, <clears throat> you know, you want these bigger, larger play spaces, larger, you know, uh, conflicts and stuff. And that Modern Warfare, the Ground War stuff felt very much like they were trying to push the Battlefield crowd. And for me, I don't want that at all. Like, that's not why I play right. Call of Duty. I want the most focused, intense stuff. Like, I'm forgetting all the map names, but I forget that really tiny one that they brought back in Modern Warfare. And the one where it's, is it just called Container? Where it's just like, there's shipment. a whole bunch. Shipments, where shipment yeah. containers. Where, um, you know, you're just, it's, everything's tight as hell and you're just, it's just like, you know, razor's edge whether you're going to win or mm -hmm. lose. Like that level of tenacity is what I want from Call of Duty. Um, not every level to be as tiny as that, but I want it, I want constant engagement, um, which is why yeah. stuff like, I don't care about Warzone and I don't care about the bigger levels because I don't want to be running for five minutes to have a 10 second encounter, die and then do it again. I want that constant engagement with Call of Duty. Um, and so, like I said, that is a positive in terms of Black Ops Cold War, depending on the level, um, because one of the other levels in the alpha is the um, that Arctic Snow Tundra level, which is a lot more mm -hmm. open-ended. Um, and that gave me the battlefield vibes again, where you know I was getting sniped from across the map, and I was just trying to run to different checkpoints and stuff like that. And I was like, this for me is not why I play Call of Duty. So I, I see them as right. one of the biggest IPs in gaming, and I see them going like, eh, we could we could potentially you know bring some people across from Battlefield. Um, but that for me it isn't going to work. It's always going to be the levels that encourage you to you know engage with players in the most direct way. And then, like I said, you can bring in some elements of Halo, but it has to still feel like Call of Duty. Yeah, totally, man. I, like, I, I really get that. Like, like the bread and butter is kind of like these smaller, you know, almost like three-lane maps, like constant mm. engagement and stuff. But I wonder just how much they, how much more they can do with that. You know, what I mean, we've, we've had yeah. iterations on that for games upon games upon games. And mm -hmm. for me, one of the most refreshing things about uh, Modern Warfare, and hopefully from this game, was the was like the wider modes. Like in Modern Warfare, you had like the the gunfight mode, which was like this two v two, three v three thing. You had mm. the ground war, you had the war zone, you had all of these different modes tackling a bunch of different things to the point where I think it was kind of like catering to everyone, maybe a bit yeah. off more than it can chew. So when it comes to like Black Ops, I'm not necessarily there for the classic Call of Duty cake, I guess. A lot of people will be, right. but for me, I'm interested in, I'm interested in the campaign, I'm interested in zombies, I'm interested in the bigger modes in multiplayer and what they do with Warzone. And all of that is yeah. kind of like to come in time, but fundamentally, I'm just in such a weird spot with it because it is the one mm. year where I think they could have taken a, a year off. Obviously, you know, they're going to make so much money from selling this, but this is the first foot forward for a whole generation. The first um, Call of Duty coming out on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, you know what I mean? I feel mm. like I don't want it to be Ghosts. I don't want it to be another Ghosts scenario. And then you get with the uh, controversy surrounding the um, skill-based matchmaking stuff, which mm. everyone is completely kicked off about like that was a big complaint about modern warfare and why people didn't like that title and it appears as if that has transferred over to this new game and it's just like I, I i don't know we already know this game was kind of rushed and stapled together after a development fallout and i feel like you can just see it when you play it i don't want to <laughs> see it but i feel like those fingerprints are just all over it in a way I think that the franchise has a bit of, not necessarily an identity crisis, but I feel like they're figuring themselves out all over again. Like this, it is one of the longest running franchises, especially annual franchises um, that we've had in gaming. Like if you take away sports games um, and it's just, it is that thing of like, yeah, like you said, like Black Ops has these identifiable elements, the zombie stuff, like the increased sort of mobility and like, you know, they have, they're advertising this new campaign, which is hopefully, you know, there's more to it than what modern, the last Modern Warfare's campaign was. And it's like that thing, if you're like their brand manager or you're approaching the Call of Duty brand overall, then should Modern Warfare 
warfare keep going? Do they keep supporting that over here? And you can do gunfight and you can do the old school, like, you know, tenacious multiplayer. And then Black Ops can be this more experimental thing with zombies. And it, you try and flesh those things out so they have meaning outside of each other or next to each other. Um, but then also the generation stuff, I don't think they've addressed what the hell's happening with modern warfare on next gen. Like, assumedly, you know, we know about backwards compatibility, so maybe you can put the disc in. But they haven't talked about, like, next gen upgrades or anything like that. As far as I right. know... Dude, 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 <laughs> right. Dude, get, get this, they've, they've got, I'm pretty sure they've got three different versions. They've got the next gen <laughs> version, they've got the regular version, but then they've got a middle version, which is like $10 more, where you can buy it, and that enables the cross-gen stuff. So it's it's very confusing. What? And okay. very Activision, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's what I saw uh, two weeks ago. You've got essentially like three versions of the game, the two mm -hmm. next-gen versions, and then you can opt into a, a cross-gen. I tell you uh, what, man. The uh, graduation thing. The overall approach to cross-generation stuff. Like now that um, you know Microsoft sort of threw open the gates, and then like obviously like various companies have had to try and tackle it in different ways. Um, to the point where it feels like it comes down to each individual company to be like, mm. you know, well, we don't want to not charge you for cross-gen stuff. We don't want to charge you for, you know, we don't want to give you a remaster for free. Why would we do that? And it's like every individual company responds to that differently. CDPR were like, you can totally have a remaster. We don't care. Uh, you know, as long as you bought one version of Cyberpunk. Whereas like Sony with Spider-Man is like, no, you're gonna have to fork out for the remaster. We're not gonna give you an automatic upgrade, but you can do the game for free on backwards compatibility. It's just that whole thing, like, you know, Activision being in the middle of that, deciding what side they're gonna take or what prerogative they're gonna prioritize. Yeah. Like, that's just a whole other thing, especially with Call oh, of Duty, because if, if they can milk another unit cost or a unit sale out of a consumer, they'll 110% do that. Yeah, it's like, it's such a weird um, kind of, I don't know, generation to be going into, because like you said, there is no unifying um, push towards one price point. We've got a bunch of people, a bunch of different publishers doing different things. We've mm -hmm. got some people committing to a $70 price point. We've got publishers saying, no, we're not going to go that high. It's just like, <laughs> please. Please, just make this Please as simple decide. as possible. Come on. Yeah, yeah come it on. could do with like some sort of console mandate thing, but I guess like the, the one time that a console mandate was brilliant was when on the Xbox 360, when Xbox Live Arcade launched and Microsoft made sure that everyone who had a game on there would have to have a demo. And I know it's not related to this necessarily, but the idea of a consumer knowing what they're going to get, yeah. um, that was just so clear and it was easy. And even if there was a, a game that was posted on the PlayStation Store, you knew that if you went across to the 360, you would get a demo for it. Like just stuff like that. I would love some sort of mandate that just clarifies all this stuff. Um, but either way, um, Black Ops Cold War, it's it's a weird step, like you said. It's it's a weird, like, you know, it's a weird point in the timeline of Call of Duty for, to drop something like this. Um, because like you said, if maybe in any other year, they maybe would have taken a year off. But if you're crunching the numbers, a next generation console launch, they need a Call of Duty to go alongside that. Um, mm -hmm. And it does seem like it's better than Ghosts. Like at least uh, yes. playing it, <laughs> it plays better than that, which is maybe all they had to do. Well, this is the thing, man. Like, uh, I, I've been ragging on it quite a lot this this video, but <laughs> even I'm sure it's going to be good for me. It's just I, I hold Modern Warfare so high, and considering mm. like the things that um, like they haven't seemed to change the stuff that is causing controversy, like the Scott uh, skill based matchmaking stuff. Like, that's going to be the real killer for the community. I think you know, like watching right. them kind of like react to it. And I don't know, because there's a lot of love for Treyarch. You know, they they mm. kind of like leapt frogged, leap frogged. Uh, Infinity Ward back in the day to become like mm -hmm. the top Call of Duty director. And obviously, people love the Black Ops brand. It's just, I, I wanted it to be more confident. I wanted it to have a bit more right. personality. Like, like take 
more influence from other Call of Duties. Like, you don't need, like, unify them a bit, you know what I mean? If something works mm. well, don't just disregard it. Like, build upon it, implement it in your version. And I know Track, like I said at the beginning, has its own engine, has its own way of doing things, but, like, I don't know. It, it For the first time in a long time, it does, for me, just feel like just half feel a step back in a way. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, let's we think down in the comments below. How have you found, I guess, Activision's approach to doing the platforms for content for Call of Duty over the years? And yeah, does it feel like Black Ops Cold War just doesn't really have an audience considering everyone's still playing Modern Warfare? And um, for now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.